0: Attention men, are you wanting to break free from porn or other unwanted sexual behaviors, but finding it seemingly impossible to quit? If so, we can help. My name is Jonathan Darty, the founder of Gateway to Freedom. This three-day workshop is for any man who wants to overcome any kind of unwanted sexual behavior. So whether you're married, single, or divorced, this powerful and proven intensive weekend will help you uncover what is at the root of your struggle— and discover the man God always created you to be. Space is limited, so call us today at 210-822-8201 to register. That's 210-822-8201 or visit bebroken.org gtf. Good day, listeners and viewers. Welcome to this edition of the Pure Sex Radio Program. It's so glad, we're so glad to have you here with us. Um, my name is Jonathan, and I'm here with my good buddy, Stephen hey, Cervantes. Hey,
1: it's good to be back. Been and, a
0: while, my man. Well, and we, yeah, we are recording this in the first week of the new year, and so Amen. happy new year to you and happy new year to our our listeners, which, of course, by the time you are hearing this, it won't be fresh new year. But, Stephen, yes. I'm kind of... Uh, I'm kind of disappointed that the calendar turned and like all our problems didn't go away. Uh, like we're not in 2020 uh, anymore, but what happened? How come how come everything isn't is here solved?
1: and it's more of an extension of 2020, right?
0: Yeah. So I think uh, you know, I, I we want to encourage you as listeners that for for those of us who have Placed our faith in Jesus, you know, our hope doesn't lie in the calendar. It doesn't nice. lie in our circumstances. It lies in the Lord Jesus. And Amen. so we want to continue to encourage you in that throughout these podcasts this year.
1: So I heard a comment. I wish I could give the author's name. He said, uh, Yesterday is history, tomorrow's a mystery. Mm. So live well today. It's the only day you have, actually. So live well today. That's really
0: good. Well, we're going to, we're going to, Try to help some some men along that path today, right? Yes. We're gonna somehow we're gonna talk about what it means to be a werewolf. Is that weird? Oh! <laughs> 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 uh,
1: Steve hands me this
0: sheet of paper, and on one side it has a heading that says "I'm a werewolf." There you go. But then on the other side it says "I'm a good man."
1: So we we got you got to explain this, unpack this that, unpack this for heck. me. So, I love the gateway men. They tell great stories, they, they go to dig deep inside themselves and, and you know, we, we live stories, we love stories, we're part of a big story and so when some piece of a story comes out and just jumps at you and grabs you, it's, it's exciting and so this gateway man said to me, and if you don't know what that means, it means one of the weekend retreat men that came to one of our weekend retreats we call him gateway so one of the gateway men said sometimes i think i'm a werewolf that's a very
0: startling statement like I, yeah i wouldn't know how to just respond to that if that just came out of <laughs> a guy
1: so he said it's like when the sun goes down the moon comes out mm-hmm. i turn into another person You know, and the more, when you think about werewolves, you could go look them up and there's historic and you understand where where did they originate? What was original? And is this fantasy or was there a really hairy person, night person found or something? I don't know. But he was trying to say, and you said this there's nighttime me and daytime Mm me. That's Jonathan language right there. Or the divided man. You know, or even in the Bible, it talks about good and evil, right? Mm-hmm. And, and spirit and flesh. Yeah. Anyway, this guy was trying to paint a picture of. Sometimes I think I must be a werewolf, because I love Jesus during the day, but at nighttime I do stupid things.
0: And I think uh, I think you know, thinking of it that way, the idea that there is some there's some trigger or transition point. I think it shows also that we're very patterned people, right, yes, and so I mean we talk about this a lot in the ministry that sometimes there are certain things that it's like when when that happens, for instance, like okay, the sun goes down, it's like you have developed such a pattern of what's going to happen in the dark or what's going to happen at night or what's you know i've talked- I've heard plenty of guys, I was one of them that it was like for some reason, like no matter what kind of mood I might be in. 9 p.m. rolls around and it's all of a sudden like, I've got to go on the hunt. Uh, I've I've got to go act out. I've got to go do something. So I think even that statement of this idea of him recognizing there is some kind of shift that happens in me when the environment changes or when something in my world shifts, you know?
1: Right. And what I like about what you're saying is I have a nighttime ritual. Mm -hmm. And when the sun goes down and everything gets quiet and everything shifts my nighttime ritual calls out to me
0: and it's it, and because it's been so well patterned yes it begins un, unconsciously right which is probably why he feels like like I've been overtaken I'm a werewolf I've yeah. been overtaken
1: almost by, like by another entity or something mm, within me right that's good and so i think every guy And actually, probably every person out there can relate somewhat to what we're Mm -hmm. saying. We have a dark side. We have an evil side. Some part of us that we don't like that much or we don't want to bring into the daylight sort of lives inside us. So,
0: Well, so it's important to just simply acknowledge that that's the starting
1: point. Right? Is, yeah, yeah. Instead I love of that. instead that's of stop right. saying
0: like it doesn't exist or you know I just need to I just need to overpower this
1: or yeah, whatever. just stop 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 just stop. Okay, cool. yeah. Yeah, we'll stop. During the day we'll stop stop stop. The night comes and the ritual calls, right? So look, we need greater awareness, right? People have dope, any kind of addiction, need greater awareness. They are so patterned, so repetitive, so rehearsed. It's like what what is going on? Because my pattern is a solution, right? My ritual is a solution, right? Mm -hmm. I'm chasing something with a pattern. But what happens at the end of your night's ritual? Did you get freedom, peace, joy, and No,
0: no. It was always a disaster. (laughs) You know, it was always like, you know, the problem is to to continue with the werewolf analogy, the, the problem is you wake up in the morning and realize... I've killed something overnight or I've (laughs) devoured a, you know, I've I've hurt somebody overnight. It's kind of like, that's what you recognize. That's
1: very powerful. I I did this thing. I didn't want to do, I wasted time and energy and I pushed boundaries and hurt people and I took, and I was greedy. And that's why like
0: a lot of times then in the daylight, so to speak, you're, you're shocked and appalled at what you were capable of doing when you were in like werewolf state.
1: Yeah, let's think about what you just said, because I think it's very powerful. During the day, when my good side is out, and I'm really, I'm probably more spiritual, you know? There's more sense of God in my life during the day, and and I'm aware, and... Or at and, least not as chaotic or or disjointed, or, you know, it's like there's, there's a, a different kind of order in the daylight, you know? Right right but I think in the daylight we know God we we can stand in God's presence in the daylight right and and we know there's a good part of us and we can sacrifice and we can love and care and give and 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 I think it's like we're more in the spirit mm-hmm. in the day because there's more good which is God in the day mm-hmm. right and then it's almost like we kick out of the spiritual and into the emotional at night. Yeah,
0: it's like uh, maybe werewolf is is my um, my my little boy, me, yeah. the, the one who created. You know, I've I've heard you say it many times before. the 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 environment that we grew up in, we we develop patterns out of that that are. That do become unconscious. It's it's like child solution. It's it it works for when you're seven, you know. It's like, but then it sticks. And so, what that what that child solution might look like at 35?
1: Okay, but listen. Don't don't forget where you're going because it's beautiful what you're saying. Scared boy, what do I do? Run away? Mm -hmm, Hide? Yeah, but run away and try to find something I don't have, which is love or worth or value or, you know, enjoyment or pleasure, right? Run away and find some fun and love, right? Because that's what, isn't that what we're looking for? During Mm -hmm. the day, we're pretending we're full of love and good and and it all works. But at nighttime, when it's quiet and nobody's around and you're alone, it's just like you with you. Yeah. And anything ugly in you, sort of shows up and sits on the couch with you at night and says, "Hey, what are we going to do tonight? You've been lonely all day and bored." And well, I think in some ways this
0: is this is a little bit of what what Paul was even sort of illustrating for us in Romans seven about that battle inside yes. of us of like. There's a part of me, you know, like you were talking about the spiritual part, the the part in the light that says, actually, I love God's law and I Amen. want to do good. But Amen. man, there's this whole other part of me that is saying I want to do anything but what is good and and right. And that's kind of what you're saying. I think our emotional system can get so interwoven with that darker side yeah. that that we don't recognize how dangerous that can be.
1: Well, and even think about what you're saying. I love God, and I love good, and I want to serve God until it gets dark. (laughs) But, I mean, I really love God. I want to serve God. But when it gets dark and I'm alone with me, right, and I remember that nobody's ever loved me well, nobody enjoys me, I spend an awful lot of time just going through motions, and my life's very unhappy, unsatisfying. And
0: I think because, you know, as you're saying that, I'm thinking because we were also designed to be people, you know, human beings are made in the image of God, and therefore we are meant to be identified by that reality, right? Yes. But then, like like you're saying, then there's this nighttime aspect to us. And because I think we are so hardwired to be... Uh, to live from our identity, mm-hmm. that that may be one of the core things that this werewolf aspect is is causing confusion and all that, because it's like we have dual identities going on. Interesting, right? In other That's words, right. am I going to be identified America. by the night and werewolf me, or am yeah. I going to be
1: identified by the light and who I am in Christ? And see, what's interesting about this conversation is there's so much confusion. Mm-hmm. I need some words to explain why I do these repetitive destructive patterns Oh I must be a werewolf that's it that's the only explanation And that's identity language right
0: you're saying I am a werewolf
1: Ooh that's And good. that's the danger
0: of it because that that brings in all the shame that brings in all the lies that brings in all the dark
1: Right so we have the pain And then all we can do is put this label of identity on it. Gotta be a werewolf. I can't be a normal human being. Mm -hmm. I can't be sinner and saint. I gotta be a werewolf sinner. You know? I gotta be a bad man. I gotta be a lesser man. And it it's so graphic, it's sort of silly, but it's honest. And it shows the level of confusion to call yourself a werewolf to try to explain. I don't know else to tell you how divided I am and sort of how sick I am, how confused I am, how much pain I am. I don't know what to do but to call myself a werewolf.
0: And think about how much of that dialogue or monologue is happening silently, right? So by the time this guy actually says the words out loud to you, I'm a werewolf, how many years has he been saying that silently in his own mind? So I think it's important for our listeners to hear this so that they, you know, even if now they're feeling the sense of shame, they're feeling their were- werewolf self kind of come up right yeah, now, Yeah. That, that we want to encourage you to, you know, to put yourself in safe environments to where you can say the words out loud. Because I think the longer you stay trapped in that silent. Uh, state of
1: declaring this over yourself it's only going to get worse right and i think speaking it out and i hope bringing it to the light because that man said i'm bringing this to the light i'm bringing Mm -hmm. it to a conversation i'm bringing it to you as a problem because i don't know what to do about it this is this is how i am so so let's back up behind the the identity werewolf label and say well what does that mean why would you call yourself that and I was just thinking, look, we've all done bad, right? I've been bad, I've done bad, a part of me even plays with bad. I must be bad, mm-hmm. I just must be bad, that must be the true me, and I'll go to church and I'll put on my shirt and, and I'll clean up and I'll sing, uh, oh how I love Jesus and, and the schmooze everybody else, but I'm really bad. And I think, I think a lot of that is reinforced because,
0: because where, where can you go in the world where who you are is not directly tied to what you do? Mm. I mean, all of our systems in the world are designed to cause you to not recognize that there can be a distinction between the essence of who you are and your behaviors, Now, obviously, I think since we talk about the term integrity a lot around here, and that really means wholeness throughout, Hmm. we don't want there to be massive incongruity between the essence of who we are and what we do. But if we only tie our identity to our behaviors, you will come to the conclusion that you just said. Because, hey... I, I. I've done bad. I've done evil. I have not, you know, lived according to God's design. I'm not, I'm not always, you know, hitting home runs. I I strike out a lot, mm-hmm. and so therefore, you stack up all of those failures, and the only conclusion can be then I must be a failure. I must be that I, and, you know, the and identity you pronounce
1: of that. that. You pronounce that mm-hmm. over yourself, right? Because I've done bad. I still have imperfect thoughts. I still, fa- I still fail and do bad. And a lot of guys we work with are doing better, which is, yay, good job. But
0: but even then, they're still attaching their identity to their behavior. In other words, I see this happen in recovery all the time. You've probably seen it too. Now a guy starts getting off of porn. He stops doing some of these behaviors. Now he's getting a, if I could put it this way, a false sense of righteousness. <laughs> In other words, he's going from self-loathing to self-righteousness. Mm. So he's still trying to say my identity is still based on what I do. So so guess what? Because I've got 30 days, 60 days, 90 days of sobriety or whatever, then let me pat myself on the back, you know, because, hey, I'm a good boy. And it's like there's a proper place for celebration of righteousness, mm.
1: but it's not about my identity. Does that make sense? So uh, I like this. I like the way this conversation's going because once you put that hard label of identity on you, and 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 what you're saying is all your works determine your worth. Mm-hmm. we don't need a god we we're don't in trouble need freedom it's just work equals worth
0: and that's why i say it happens on both sides of that equation like whether whether we're looking at the the werewolf at night mm-hmm. and then saying all of those works mean i'm i'm a i'm a bad i'm a terrible person you know I'm all these types of things i'm a failure or if we're even making that equation work in the light well look at me I'm checking the boxes. I'm doing the right thing. And right. we're still saying, but those saying guys my are still not free. That's what you I'm saying. Know, it's like, you just said it. We we get to believe that our works equal our worth. And I'm saying it happens on both sides of that equation whether yes. we're in the dark or in the light.
1: But what this conversation is interesting to me because if I know I fail, uh, I try to do better, but I still fail. It's longer in between, but I still messed up, and I'm getting better. But even my thoughts are sometimes sloppy, or greedy, or selfish, or I'm critical, or gossipy, or uh, you know, I'm a sinner, right? And 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 then to put that label on me, werewolf, right? It's like the harder I am on myself, maybe I can make me better. Right? T- tell me, I'm going to call me a terrible thing. I have failed. You know, I was a kid, I was learning, and, and I still fail as an adult. But but so I'm going to, you know, those guys that punish themselves who yeah. walk around and just they're bleeding as they're walking and whipping themselves. I'm going to, you know, beat my body into submission. It's like this is an emotional version. I'm going to call me a werewolf. I'm so bad. I'm going to, what other name? You know, think of what we said. You know, I have a demon within. Now we know there are demons, and we cast them out in Jesus' name. But to to say I must have a demon—that's why everything happens. It's just the demon, right? Or have a monster, or a monster, or the an inner critic, right? We've we've heard all these ways mm-hmm. to beat ourselves. And when you say to proclaim your identity is werewolfish, werewolf-like. To 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 speak that over yourself is nothing God has ever done. And think about it this way. I mean, if we just think about it logically,
0: why would we assume that to continue to speak that language over ourselves would actually take us away from being what we are speaking over ourselves? Uh, yeah. In other words, I'm going to keep saying, I'm a werewolf, I'm a werewolf, I'm a werewolf, and then assume You know what, if I just beat myself up enough, I can probably get out of this prison. I can probably get out of this cycle or out of this ritual. It's like that doesn't even have a logical basis to it. Forget the spiritual element to it. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, which, which only confirms, I think, what that pattern is. It's a nonsensical pattern. In other words, of course it doesn't make sense because it's meant it will continue to take you into deeper darkness and into more confusion and chaos. But but Stephen, since we are wanting to be people of hope,
1: <laughs> yes,
0: like how do we then shift this paradigm to where those are not the things we're speaking over ourselves? We're recognizing maybe what the actual issue is. And how did you help this guy who said I'm a werewolf? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh, that's good. Where did that conversation go? Or what's what's the what's the moved out of that?
1: Well, okay, so my thought is make sure you clearly see that you are beating you in hopes of getting free, Mm. right? You are punishing you. You are calling yourself names. Look, you already have uh, feelings of unworthiness, right? Because... If you felt worthy, if you felt loved by God and cleansed by the blood and forgiven, and 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 called a saint, you know, if if that stuff went deep in your soul, you would probably not call yourself a werewolf. Mm-hmm. You probably would not beat yourself up. So what I'm getting out of this this conversation and thought is, I have a problem, and I'm creating a second problem right? Mm. I am flesh. I am fallen. I'm broken. I'm a sinner. And I'm going to beat that out of me. And I'm going to humiliate myself and call myself the worst names I can think of. Yeah, yeah, that's going to get me out of this. But when you think about it, when when are we not going to be flesh? When are we not going to be sinners? When are we not going to be flawed? When when do we Heaven. become oh no, oh not on this it's side after this life. Yeah. Oh I thought we were supposed to be the gods on this side, right? And I'm the werewolf but I'm still, I know God's supposed to be with God, I love God, I go to church on Sunday, we're supposed to be like God. Mm-hmm. But we're fighting this battle. And so so I would contend there are two battles. Many people don't know love very well. They don't know deep, abiding love, restful love, the love that comes from the Father, mm-hmm. and they're in search of that love. And so because they're unloved, then they beat themselves and call themselves names, and they're hard on themselves. And um, and if you could see that, half of your problem is you're tearing yourself up and calling yourself names, you— you're in pain and you're not being kind to yourself?
0: I also you think I also think because this I I do believe is very rooted in that identity issue, is that I, I like to think of there's a little equation that I try to come back to over and over again in my own mind to help me understand, hey, where am I where am I headed? You know, emotionally, where am I headed in terms of my relationships and just you know, living out God's design and it goes like this I am blank so I do blank
1: in other words I, I b- am blank so, so I, I do, do blank. blank okay so identity right. and action okay so the
0: thing is what I I'm the older I get the more I'm f- absolutely convinced that at any moment in time whatever action you are taking mm-hmm. whether it's werewolf action or whether it's in the light action I believe that that is rooted originally in your identity, in terms of how are you actually seeing yourself. Yes. So therefore, if I am seeing myself, I am werewolf. Guess what's going to flow out of that? Right. Werewolf actions. Right. But if I'm saying, man, I, I'm a beloved child of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Yeah. I am, I am a, I'm, a, I'm a welcomed sinner into the graces of the good God. I mean, when, when I see myself as that, guess what I do? I do actions in accordance to that. So I know it's a, that that maybe is even. But give us an example.
1: I am a beloved child of God. So I do what? I do loving, serving acts. I
0: do acts that. Um, one of the ways I would say that is I. But do you do it to you too?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Because part of this is I beat me. That's what I was just about to Good. say.
0: Uh, I am a beloved child of God. So I reject shame. I take care of my body. Mm. I I do um activities that are going to draw me into community that are going to affirm Mm. my true identity. Does that make sense? So all those types of things. Yes. So when I say I do loving things, that's not only outwardly, but I do loving things towards me because I want to act in accordance with how God sees me, Mm. and he sees me as worth giving his life for.
1: Mm, That's good. That's good. And so
0: that little... Equation has often helped me when I when I'm when I'm feeling the weight of the werewolf shame, <laughs> you know, mm. trying to come over me. It's like, yes. wait a second, I'm what? I'm not a werewolf,
1: I'm, you know. Yes, I'm a child of God, I'm made in His image.
0: And I want to say this too, because when, when I mentioned earlier about you know heaven, mm-hmm. right? I did not mean to 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 make that sound like, therefore, like just suck it up and hang on in this life. I do believe that because of the power of Jesus and his holy spirit that even the process that we are in even though we're not separated from our flesh or separated from you know our werewolf tendencies that we can experience progressive transformation and hope in other words you don't have to just sit here and go okay I got to white knuckle it until I die yes does that make sense yeah. so it's like i think we can actually experience greater and greater freedom mm-hmm. greater and greater realities of that identity of our our life in christ and so I, I don't want any of you listeners to think that that okay well i guess we just got to hold on till heaven like nothing good nothing enjoyable nothing you know freeing can happen in this life
1: so so here's my answer <clears throat> when i fail I remind myself that I'm flesh and I'm a sinner and that I've been forgiven and that I'm redeemed. And then I I go to Papa, Abba, and say I failed. And the old ways came up and I gave in to the old ways again. I'm trying to do better. I want to learn and grow. Can you please help me? Because in relationship to Abba, we're not werewolves. We're chosen, redeemed sons of God. And mm-hmm. so we have to get ourselves back into Abba's presence. We have to confess. We take ownership. And then we let him reset us. And it's just what you said. Who am I? I'm a son of the king. I'm a child of God. Mm-hmm. You reset yourself again and then try to live in those ways.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, I guess the the... Closing comment I would have on this issue is is um, even though maybe you have stated it not necessarily in these specific terms, you know I'm a werewolf. The reality is you're not. You are not a werewolf. I I, I want to use the um, you know the terms that even Paul used in Romans seven when he says when I do these things that I don't want to do, it is no longer I who do them, but the sin that dwells within me. He was making Mm. a distinction between his true self Mm. and his flesh that still remains, but that, that flesh does not have the power. That flesh is not meant to be able to control your life anymore because he said, who will rescue me from this battle that's going on? And what did he say? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. You have power in Jesus right now to to say no, to, to not have to keep going into that werewolf language, keep going into those werewolf rituals. Um, I'm not saying that it's instantaneous, but mm-hmm. if you'll go on this journey of saying, I am a beloved child of God, so I do things that a beloved child of God does, mm-hmm. I think over time you will see a greater and greater freedom. These th- These chains will be broken and you'll experience... Um, grace and not shame. And that's what our hope is for you today. So yes. if you are you know in the thick of the fight or if you're feeling like you're just overwhelmed right now in the fight, please reach out to us. Uh, we'd love to be able to help you navigate this season to be able to experience greater freedom in Jesus. Thanks for being with us.
1: Thank you. Grace to you. Take care. Pure
0: Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online at puresexradio.com.